This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 601 in the Southland. I almost said on a live imaging Tuesday. That's tomorrow. But it is a live imaging Monday right here on the Afternoon Show. Shinano and Cappy. Woo! Beto Duran, the Cisco kid, sitting in for... Where's uh, Corporate Greg going? He's, he's leaving us? He's got, was about been, he's got things to do. He's been there all day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> he said, thanks, Lindsay. By the way, I mean, seriously, it's 6 o'clock. Like, it's fine, you know, Greg probably has been there since like 8 a.m. You, know? you mean when I got in? Yeah. I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. I was telling uh, Beto that I walked in. I was like, hey, Greg. And it was Tyler. And he looked at me like he wanted oh, to kill me. Oh, <laughs> Tyler did or Craig did? No, Craig Tyler. Did. And I felt oh. so bad because I walked in like with my phone. And I was like, hey, Greg. And he looked at me. I was like, oh, that's not good. By the way, Lindsay was very quiet during the talk about my 40th birthday party. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of people talking, you know? I mean, Lindsay, we are now a great power duo on social media. You have to be there for the videos. Crushing. Of course I'll be there. We're crushing it, right? The, the gambling? Oh, crushing. We're like a, I, I, I told her if this was the 80s, somebody would be offering us a lot of money to, to anchor the 6 o'clock news. We and could, what did I say in response to that? We could be like Paul Moyer and Ann Martin. <laughs> I said, that would be wow. a wacky radio bit. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Moyer is where I learned the whole bit about the Southland. Meanwhile, it is time for Meanwhile. what you need to know with producer Lindsay, Cappy, no, 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 Cappy, no, 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 the billboard, no, no. the billboard, no. the billboard. <laughs> what you need to know is brought to you by Moraga Casino Resort. It's good times, less than 90 minutes from where we are. First time on the job. <laughs> I mean, it's just been mayhem here today, so. Thanks, Cappy. I know, yeah. you're not even, like, there to, like, experience the mayhem. It's we are, me and you, you know. It's fun yeah. in here. We have a good time. Good times. All right. Well, speaking of good times, well, I don't know if this really applies to him, but Peyton Manning is returning to his alma mater, University of Tennessee, as a professor. The university announced today that the College of Communication and Information has appointed Manning as a professor of practice for the fall 2023 term. He will join select classes during the academic year as a featured expert and work alongside the college's faculty to provide learning experiences for CCI students at Tennessee. They said he's a great ambassador for the college and university and, of course, for the College of Communication and Information. They said he's a true volunteer, and they know I don't think they mean money-wise. I think they just mean, like, mascot-wise. And they look forward to the students gaining invaluable knowledge from him as they prepare Mm. the next generation. So, uh, Mr. Manning, back here, question, back here. So how do I, like, get into media and become, like, a big star like you? And then the answer is, well, kid, you become a all-pro NFL quarterback. You go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You win a couple of Super Bowls. You make a ton of money. And then you write your own ticket. You produce your own content. You know, it's pretty simple, really. It really wasn't that hard for me. Or you just tell them to start a, a podcast and hope it catches on. That's what a lot of people do. <laughs> but I'm going to go on the flip side. I, I would be very interested in this because it's not like he's just a regular host or whatever. He actually has Omaha Productions where he's doing a bunch of things behind the scenes, which is what a lot of kids want to do now. That kids don't want to go with traditional TV as much as you, you and I think they do. They definitely don't want to be writers. They want to go multi-platform, multimedia. And, you know, Peyton has the company that's doing that figure things out and has different shows it'd be very interesting to hear how much he can actually in uh, influence some of these young kids okay so question though do you guys think 
and I'm not saying this to be a jerk or anything, but a lot of times, you know, these big, famous, popular athletes put their names behind these production companies that do it all the time in Hollywood with big celebrities, but they don't actually have a whole lot of say in, like, what goes on. How much do you think he really, like, has a hand in what, in, like, his so, production company and all these I things? I think 100%. Yeah. Really? Lynn, yep. so I recently ran across somebody who I used to work with at DAZN who was one of my producers. He's now working at Omaha Productions. Omaha? Once I saw that he connected there, I'm like, yo, what's up with Humberto? Let's go. Can we get a show going? Something like that? And I, I asked him the question. I was like, is he really involved? He said, absolutely 100% involved in what goes on as far as the product that they put out there, man. So I think, I think the thing about Peyton Manning, in all seriousness, if, if you're in a class at Tennessee yep. and Peyton Manning, like the greatest quarterback that ever played at your school and one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played in the NFL comes in to talk and he's talking about media – it's not like Tony Romo shows up and goes, yo, listen, I had a really nice career. I was a good personality. I became friends with Jim Nance. They hired me. Yeah. Um, with, with Manning, it's not like, hey, I, be, I used my celebrity to become the number one guy on Monday Night Football. He's talking about I've become a media entrepreneur. Yeah. Very, you know, and I think, that's, I think it's really interesting. And, you know, Lynn's a lot of uh, colleagues of ours teach a class a journalism class right at different universities oh having spoken at a couple of them talk about mailing it in and just collecting the checks so you can say that you're uh, uh, teaching a class at a university wait 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 wait. who are you talking about you calling somebody out who mails it in Beto? yeah who are you talking about Beto? come friends, on Beto. Friends of mine. Who, who is it who, who who are they that mail it in you can figure it out who are these mailmen um you know, they usually speak at a private university so there's people that are just there and like all they're really doing is just telling stories about them covering games and they're who? not really wanna, teaching some of the stuff. I want to know who. Uh, just look across some of the people that are sports reporters that are teaching classes and you'll be like, really? Do I really want to learn from that person? And it's just more of, here I am, here's how I won an Emmy. Here's what I did here. Here's what I did here. Yeah, but like, can you help me get a job right now? So the person you're talking about has won an Emmy. <laughs> Emmy Award winning, <laughs> mail it in kind of a person. Let me let me tell you this, Lens. There's a lot so of people, happy. There's a lot of people well, with Twitter. I don't have any Emmy. There's a lot of people with Twitter bios that say uh, uh, Emmy Award winning. It's like, yo, you are part of a crew that won an Emmy, and it's a local sports Emmy. Come on. Set. I'm going to win an Emmy someday. I yeah. don't care if it's a local yeah. sports Emmy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I still think it's cool that they won it. Dude, that's but awesome. I get, I get okay, what you're yeah, trying to I say. I won an Emmy in Palm Springs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I don't know. Like I was nominated I'd for Golden press, Mike. Huh? I thought that was cool. That is cool. Hey, I'd rather know? I'd rather. You ever he- been nominated for Golden Mike? Better not me. I don't even know what that is. Um, I'd rather oh, well. win. Uh, I'd rather learn from somebody's going to teach me something instead of somebody's just going to tell me stories. If especially if I'm paying that much money for college. Well, Beto, um, in the boxing world, my friend Jim Lampley, you know, he left and, and moved back to University North, North Carolina. Carolina. I'll take said, that class all day long and, and said, twice you know on what? Sundays. Right. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm over 70 years old. Yep. I've had a great career as a broadcaster. I've done uh-huh. everything that there is to do from Olympics to big boxing matches to football uh, to game shows to movies. You name it. I've done it all. Uh-huh. And the University of North Carolina said, Jim, why don't you come home and teach a class? And he said, yeah. teach a class about what? And they said, about media. And they said, he said, well, what am I going to teach? And they said, you tell us. And he said, okay, I will. Exactly. It's fantastic. 
You can come up with these different classes. Like, you know, I go and speak to at Long Beach State, Gary Metzger, who you mail it in when you do that. No, I let them know. Okay, I'm always sure. Actually, Cappy, you want to speak to that class? Sure, let me know when. It's a Monday night, December fourth. I'm gonna speak at Long Beach State. uh, It's a sports reporting class for upper division uh, students at Long Beach State. Gary Metzger, Graham's father, is actually the professor of that class, and I usually come in the last uh, class of the semester and lay down the law. So if you want to join me, December (laughs) fourth. All right, I'll help you lay down the law. I yeah. don't care. I'll then, lay it down. And then he buys you beer at Legend, so let's go. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, trade. And uh, if it's trade, okay, that's different. That's yeah. more for me. Exactly. But yeah, let's, no, I mean, it's it's really interesting to hear for the people who've done it, uh, but still teach me something. Don't just tell me stories about, hey, so when I sat with Magic at the Forum Club, like, okay, great. How's that going to give me a job in 2023? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how many jobs there are in 2023 for these kids who are coming out of school. Exactly. What you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spot. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, Beto, listen. God, Cappy. So um, I've been trying to, like, uh, I've been telling everybody that I'd like to lose some weight, you know? And um, I just. You look good, though. Well, thanks. I just don't feel committed to the project. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's, um, I I just, I don't have a goal in mind and I don't, I, I mean, listen. Anybody who's eating ten and a half inches of a super glizzy dog, okay, with his buddy on the bit, other though. end, that's all right though. Yeah, but still, I mean, you don't you don't put that into the temple if you're if you're really yeah, watching. The only what bad you're part eating. about that was the bread. You're fine. It was an all beef hot dog. There I know, but Chris, you know what happened later when I got home that night, dude? I started really, and I started made a frozen pizza with cauliflower. See, now crust. that's the fat boy right there. Yeah, yeah, but, right. but okay, right. hold on. A fro. <laughs> A frozen pizza with cauliflower crust is still tons of carbs. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. know what I'm saying. And at midnight, okay. Right. Yeah, know, it's going to convert all the sugar. Yeah. You're going to feel like crap. I did feel like crap. Yeah. yeah. But I just kind of said to myself, what does it matter? I mean, you, you probably you, you, couldn't do what you needed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Because you do. felt so lethargic, mm-hmm. which means Rachel was not happy. Right. I had to wait till the next morning. Yeah, so, Cappy, but you look good. Are you just taking drugs to cheat, or what are you doing? Well, um, so, HGH no. HGH or what? Well, yeah, no. Sedano thinks he's, he's getting yoked. No, yeah, not, he, not he's HGH. Going Tijuana. He's going to Tijuana. NAD+. Plus. NAD+. Yeah, plus. NAD+. It's, a whole, okay. it's a whole different deal. But let me tell you guys something. I think I found my new thing that's oh. going to help me lose weight and help me get Here's back into shape. Fad. This is my new thing. You ready for this? Not really, but okay. Okay, check it out. <laughs> I'm two days in now oh. to F45. Oh, no, no, that's legit. That makes you burn, bro. F45 Two days in. What is it, a fat t- burner? No, F45 is a class. You go 45 minutes and oh. it's like mm-hmm. heart rate is going up. You do not stop. You cannot use your phone. You can't do anything. There's no breaks, but it is hard and you yeah. sweat a lot. It is really hard. It's a hit okay. workout, right? Like, yeah, it's a hit. It's yeah. super hard. And um, if you do and, it right. Okay. And, and, and cappy, I did cappy, it. cappy, cappy, yeah. cappy. Two yeah. days? Two day, I'm two days in. All right. Two days in, 7 o'clock in the morning. That takes commitment right there, Beto. So but you have to go somewhere for that. Yeah, I got to go. But you've been I, doing the Peloton anyways. Okay, well, that's what's happened to me, is that I've come to realize that the Peloton is nice. You sit on it. You sweat. You Club know, bangers. Let's go. A- Alex Toussaint gives me some songs that I wouldn't have known, so when I come on the air later in the day, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I know that song. Uh-huh. I know. I know that song, because Alex Toussaint played it in my Club Bangers class. And, all, and I've realized I'm sweating. But I'm not doing anything other than working my legs. And I went to this F45 class, and I'm working shoulders and abs and glutes and legs and heart rate. And, and I'm like, you know what? Um, this Peloton's not really getting it done for me. Now, Bergman, who left, he was trying to sell his Peloton. Now I'm trying to sell mine. Okay, Cappy, but it's not the workout. It's the junk you put in your body, man. Well, I realize that. But, now, that. but now I'm it, going F45. I'm going to get yoked. No, you're not, because you're going to eat bad still. Next time I'm only doing nine inches... That's it, Morales. No more ten-inch glizzies. I'm a nine-inch guy. 
That's it. <laughs> I'm done with 10 inches. I'm a nine-incher. You did 10 and a half for the record. F45, Beto. What do you think about that? Stop drinking, then I'll believe you. Oh, he can't stop drinking. Stop, Cappy. Quit the booze, and then stop. the four, F45 will He can't in. stop. Chris knows I can't stop. He can't stop. Then Much you're, like then I you're can't, not going to lose weight. I can't really stop either. Yeah. I enjoy alcohol, so I'm okay. Well... But I accept myself. I don't go around saying, ah, disgusting. Yeah, I'd like to lose some weight, but I also know that I could be great Monday through Friday, and then Friday around 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. in the Southland, something's calling me from the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you waiting until 7? Because I always am like, oh, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm just going to sit in the backyard and drink some sparkling water and smoke a cigar. Nah, you got to have one bourbon, one scotch. One, One beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Laura, you give me any chance to uh, to stick with F45 and get myself all yoked up? I'll give you a slight chance. I don't know about yoked up, but I think you, I mean, you were an athlete, Cap, so yeah. I'm believing no, you. Yeah, he was a kicker. Right. That's <laughs> you right. can't let him have one thing off. <laughs> Collegiate athlete. Get it right. Right. He was an athlete. Dude, Cap, again, Cappy, yeah. when you are an Ironman. Well, now that, no, yeah, he was an Ironman. Nobody can ever take that away from you. When you were training, did you drink? Um. Yeah, on occasion. Because you were burning what ten thousand calories a day. Yeah, I was. I was on the Michael Phelps diet, so you, you know could I mean? do it. Right. So just be careful what you drink, man. Or you can't, huh? No, I mean like this. See, I've, weekend. Never, I've never really drank with you, so I don't know. Are you like get out of control? I drink no, too much. I don't think so. But I think you know, like, listen, I'm, you I'm just now drink in, too much. I'm just well. I mean, I just think what happens is I eat too much after I drink too much. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then why do you think you're going to get in shape? Because I'm going to start doing F45. I'm going to shock my system. It doesn't... Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what they say, Cap? Tell me. The biggest thing with when you like lose weight, mm-hmm. it's not just like a diet or a fad. It's a lifestyle change. Yes. So unless you're going to do something that you see yourself continuing to do long term, it's even if you do lose weight, you're just going to gain it all back. So well, why don't you try and just like make some of these minor adjustments to your life that are going to help you like lose weight in the long term and keep it off and just like live healthier. You know, well, Cappy- when, when, when me and Morales got to the end of that dog and our noses were touching... <sighs> A lot of people thought I was making a lifestyle change in that exact moment. <laughs> well, I was going to say, to make a, a lifestyle change, Cappy, you got to be at least 60% committed, you know? <laughs> 60% is the exact number. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up. Um, we have not really di- dug in yet. I, I would like to get to Pau Gasol. Um, did you hear any of this this weekend, Beto? Pau Gasol? Um, a little ex- bit. Yeah. Pau Gasol went into the Basketball Hall of Fame. I saw a lot of you guys talking about this on social media. I went back and I watched it all. There's that one clip where he really gets into Kobe, but I, I would like to hear it. I think you guys will find it interesting. It's coming up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. After 6.15 in the Southland, on Sedano would cap your Monday afternoon. Better Duran, the Cisco kid sitting in for Shinano. Woo! You know what we do around 6.15 on this show every weekday. Time for the producer, Laura, rejoin of the day. Take it away, Laura. Hit it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So I actually went somewhere. I mean, yeah, well, I always do something on the weekend. But I went to a launch party for Anheuser-Busch. They have a tequila seltzer, and we went and supported them at the bungalow in Huntington Beach. Obviously, it's a little bit of a drive good spot. from- spot. That's a good, nice good spot. Good yeah. spot. Beautiful. And On a Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Oof. So we went. It's called Los Sundays, right? And the boo and I took the drive there. It was a little bit far, because now I'm in downtown LA again. And I was like, babe- what song stood out to you from our drive? Because, you know, we are random and eclectic when it comes to our music. And he was like, that Jodeci joint. And I was like, that's such a random song, but that's why I picked this one. Come and talk to me. Because the boo said that he liked that Jodeci joint? No, because I said, what song stood out to you from our drive? Because uh-huh. for me, it was an Ice Cube song. And for him, it was Jodeci. I'm like, out of all the songs we listened to, it was an R&B song. So I thought it was funny. Plus, Oh, here jam. it comes, Cappy. Could you feel it? Oh, I thought that was the, the other part. It wasn't, but... The breakdown's coming in a second, I think, right? Such a good song, though. You ready to see something? You want to see something gyrate, Beto? Yeah, let oh, me God. see. Let me see. <laughs> you ready? Everybody's watching on YouTube right Here now. Here comes, so Beto. Beto, look at me. <laughs> Beto, look at me. Beto refuses to watch. Oh, go, go. Uh, yeah, yeah, shake it. Come on. Uh. I watched you through the reflection on the glass. <laughs> and I, maybe I should have just looked at you in person. You should re- have. It would have been better. The reflection of the glass, the angle I'm at, there's two of you. <laughs> so oh, I saw double the gyration. Oh. That's a lot of me. Oh. <laughs> Pretty nah. sexy. Oh, sexy, though. How sexy. Ooh. There you go. You got a sexy and a hot. By the way, shout out to our friend Eric Lee at Anheuser-Busch. Of course, Eric presented this show (laughs) at the Mandy's, the Show of the Year Award. And yesterday, Los Sundays, they launched their Tequila Hard Seltzer. I saw that. And it's available right now at Stater Brothers and Total Wine and More. I got to pick some up so I could try. I wasn't able to make it yesterday to Huntington Beach, but it was popping off. I mean, producer Laura had it covered. She was there. With yeah. the boo. The DJ was popping. Like, it was a packed yeah. house. Yesterday was just a beautiful Sunday. Yeah. Perfect Sunday, fun day. You should have yeah. been at the park, man. We it had a great nice. time. We had some seltzers there. Yeah, yeah. we were at the park. Party, you know? Beto, but, you know, you none know, of we, us were invited. Yeah, we but I just said, with me, you should have just been at a park. <laughs> oh, at a park. Oh, okay. Not the park. Not the park. All you needed was lighter shade of brown. Oh, man. I was going to play that song, no lie. I was like, hey, DJ, keep playing that song. I was feeling a little drained. I had a handful of blueberries a few minutes ago. I couldn't have gyrated like that without the blueberries. <laughs> Producer Lindsay's always the, telling me to eat more blueberries. Yeah, did you get the sweetest batch of blueberries? No, I just got the, the straight-up Driscoll's, regular. I mean, no, yeah. Driscoll's sweetest batch is where it's at. But mm-hmm. any any blueberries are always good blueberries. Love blueberries. Mm-hmm. They're good for hey, you. Um, I mentioned that uh, I wanted to talk about this Pal Gasol thing, and then Lindsay yeah. said to me at the break, she said, you know, rather than talk about this Pal Gasol acceptance... Another tease you're not going to pay off. What is yeah. wrong with you? She's I'm not having, rather I'm than... I'm having like I one just, of these You've paid off days. one. Oh, yeah, one yeah, like here we total go. I'm sorry, I had to play the song. You brought it up. Brought it up. Oh. Everybody's having an ADD Sunday day. afternoon. Me and the crew just chilling. Only tune. Oh, yeah, Cappy. Shout out to ODM. Oh. I haven't seen him in a minute. It, it, really? How long has it been? 
About a minute? About a minute. <laughs> Just about 60 seconds? Really? No, I really haven't seen ODM in years. ODM's the guy oh. singing a cap. Okay. He's the DJ in Riverside. What do you know about minutes. Lighter Shade of Brown, Cappy? Uh, he know a lot all, about it. He knows all about it. Hey, a Cappy, lot. name a horse Lighter Shade of Brown. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And down the stretch he comes. Lighter Shade of Brown. ODM. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, have you guys seen this story today about the guy Michael Orr who oh! was- Okay. This is crazy. Okay. Crazy. So, this is like all that everyone on social media is talking so, about. So yeah. I don't know if we're going to get into it because, man, I got oh, some yeah. thoughts. Oh, we're getting well, into so, it. So, oh. here's the thing. I, I actually. I had it. I had it way earlier in the show, and it's just mayhem when everybody's around. So it's no, all it's good. Not. You're in charge. You can control the show. Yeah. He's not in charge of anything. He's yeah. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, really not. I mean, when Morales is there, he's just he's just taking control of everything anyway. So. Oh, I'm sorry because you brought so much to the table today, Cappy. Wow. Well, <laughs> actually, I kind of had a lot planned. <laughs> he oh, did. He actually did. Oh, he yeah. did a lot. But but anyway. Um, oh, man, I so my look, headphones so many times. Today. I'm not paying <laughs> off. I'm not paying off the Pal Gasol thing. I'm going into my congratulations, pal. Span your yeah. beautiful kid. Yeah. Yeah. we and, do and, love you, pal. And the word, and go to my Instagram. Words, you see a picture of me here. Pero from like, you know. I well, and that's why I kind of wanted to talk about that because I saw that picture. Uh, and uh, congratulations, he's having a hell of a year. Jersey retired by the Lakers and now the Hall of Fame. And uh, it was great to hear what he had to say about Kobe. So okay, I'm not going to go too deep into it. Michael Orr, the movie The Blind Side. So let me just understand this. All these years later, because the movie was from 2009, and it's 2023, Uh and now all these years later, my man is coming for the family that, I guess, sold the rights to the story? I mean, when you watch this movie with Sandra Bullock, you're like, oh my God, this is so wonderful. They took in this young man who desperately needed a place and look at how different everybody was and they took such good care of him and they got him you know, through high school and recruited and he became an NFL star and now they're telling his story and it's such a cute story and it's the blind side. And now, after, what year did this all take place? Like 2001, 2003, like in real life. Uh, the, I don't remember yeah, what year Around it was. that time because the movie came out in 2006, I believe. Yeah, somewhere around 2009. 2009. It was based on 2006. Okay. So this is this story is probably the story of Michael Orr is probably 15, 16, 17 years old, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the movie is all of 13, 14 years old. Okay. So I guess when I read the story today, and here's how it reads: the book was from 2006. Okay, there you go. Movie 2009. Retired NFL star Michael Orr, whose supposed adoption out of grinding poverty by a wealthy white family was immortalized in the 2009 movie The Blind Side. He petitioned a Tennessee court Monday with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie concocted by the family to enrich itself at his expense. Yep. By the way, um, tell me more. I'll listen all day long. I'm just, my only question is, it's 2023, my man. Where you been? Cappy, did you read the story? Not the like I haven't oh. like dug into like the depth. Oh, you're second. missing a, a lot. You're like, of you're that, like yeah. questioning the guy. Right, There's right. so oh. no, no, I'm not crushing the guy. I, you just said was, it's 2023. Where's this been? Okay, that was so, my initial. That was my initial reaction. Uh-huh. So I haven't like dug dug deep into oh, what is what is his. Big okay, well here, here, let me so explain this it. to you like a fourth grader. Yeah, go ahead. So Michael Orr, the reason it's taken so long is because a few months ago his lawyer finally was able to find out what happened on what he signed. Okay, what happened? So he thought he was signing adoption papers. He was already 18 when the family took him uh, legally. 
They told him this was adoption and conservator conservatorship. It was mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's 18. He's like, oh, okay, I believe you guys. You guys are going to adopt me. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're adopting you. They didn't sign adoption papers. They signed conservatorship. Hopefully, Conserv- I can say. Yeah. I, Is I this what Britney Spears' dad exactly. had over Yeah, same thing. Okay. Same thing. Exactly. So that, he just found out that he's not legally adopted by that family. So he mm-hmm. found out a, month, a couple months ago, and that's where the process has been going in. So if you read into the stories on ESPN.com, mm-hmm. that the family- uh, the book, Michael Lewis, is best friends with the dad. That's where they got the idea for the story. Mm-hmm. The kids each received 225000 and 2.5% of future earnings on the movie. These are the children, the children of the family the that family. supposedly adopted him. Yes. So everybody in the family was getting paid off of the movie except for Michael Orr. Unbelievable. He got nothing out of the blind side. Unbelievable. Now- the person that who was listed as his agent mm-hmm. for the blind side where he was supposed to get the money for that mm-hmm. is also the person who acted as the lawyer when he signed those papers as an 18-year-old. A lot of things came out of this. Also, in the story, Orr said that he never really um, went against what the blind side story was telling about him. Mm-hmm. The thing that he wished he would have spoke up was that he wasn't a remedial student, that he wasn't mm-hmm. a kid who struggled with learning. Actually, he was an honor student who graduated uh, from college, and he's doing well for himself financially uh, as an adult. The, but he said because the there was kids like that who can reflect of how they had struggles in school, he didn't really correct that. So it's all coming out right now. There was The family did not um, give, give a statement, didn't talk to any reporters who were looking for it. But it's all right there. So the kids, yeah, the parents said um, that they didn't make any money off the movie. That's what they said. But they're, yeah. the, but they lied. That's the, a yeah. lie. The mom is actually a motivational speaker, and she had her own book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Hugh Freeze's son was a coach at Mississippi, where he went. You know, remember, the, it was a lot of people that were involved in this that made some money, except for Michael War. But because you know he went on to the NFL and he played and became his own millionaire, it's like not that big of a deal. But yeah, he didn't get anything out of that. And he didn't know about that until a couple months ago. Wow. So he always thought he was part of the family, but they signed him to that paperwork when he was already 18. But he didn't but he they didn't, didn't think re- at any point like I mean as a young adult and and as and, and you start to make money and you're working in the NFL, he still had a relationship with them. Right, but like at some point Especially then after the movie comes out and it's a big hit and they get superstar actors yep. to be in it. Like at some point, don't you go, uh, excuse me, hello, like this was my story. Do I get paid on this? Well, he did. He did he start did. like saying that he like once he realized things. how much money they made off of it. Yeah. They, I mean, the family's not going to say, hey, by the way, my kids made $2 million. Would you get out of this? They're not talking to him. Because yeah. Bec- after the movie was made, he was in the NFL, so yes. he didn't care. Like, and he, he also had money. said, uh, Laura brought up a good point. If you read the article, he also said that a lot of, he thinks mm-hmm. it hurt his NFL career because yep. he was now viewed as the dumb athlete. No, Michael Orr was a kid who was in the foster system. He went to, like, I believe, six or seven different high schools. He was bouncing around until they found him. And he, all of a sudden, as a sophomore, he wasn't a football player. Remember, he was a basketball and track guy because he was so big that, Cappy, we know this. Look, think about it. We've been around high school sports a lot. When there's a kid from the other side of the tracks and he all of a sudden shows up at a predominantly white school, that's private school, that costs 30, 40 grand a year. I mean, nobody's doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what that case was. So, so when the movie came rate. out years ago, I was like, man, yeah. this sucks. There's something's not right here because we see this where there, there's handlers of certain kids. 
right? They could have easily adopted a kid who was five foot four and had the same circumstances. Mm-hmm. But no, they saw a meal ticket there. Yeah. Well, but it sounds like they were already kind of like well-to-do people. They were. Yeah. Oh, so they are. And, and, and boy, to take advantage, to, to make the story seem like we're such wonderful people, we're these... We're these privileged white folks, and we took in this underprivileged black kid. Uh-huh. And God, look what we did for him. The and white we got savior, him, Cappy. And we got him into the school, and he and he became a great player. Because of us. And he, and because he, of and us. He, right, and he became an NFL player, and now let's tell his story, and we get to control it all. And I mean, listen. And or actually, in the article, it said, like, they, yeah, they did help me get into a good high, high school. Yes, I was there, and I was finally had stability in my life. When you're a foster kid bouncing around every single week, and you don't know where you're going to go, you're going from group home to group home to group home. It's terrible, right? But, again, once they realize, hey, this kid is the same age as our kid who also plays football and he could be his teammate, mm. Wow, it's a crazy story. Yeah. Crazy story. And, and he thought of, the entire time he was adopted, he was part of the family. Right, wow. and a lot of people were saying how he, you know, they were like, oh, his money's probably over because now he's speaking about it, and why well, didn't he say it? And I was like, no, like, that's not the case. Like, he thought he was adopted, part of the family, and I was like, nah, you weren't, and this is what happened to you. And a lot of people were saying, hey, but they helped him get into the NFL, and I'm like, no, he was already an athlete, and yeah. he was already going. Like, that was his, you know, like, his direction. Happy also, think about it. Mm. They got their kids CAA representation why because they knew they were going to make money yet the kid that they told we adopted they got him nothing that is to to um to tell somebody you're going to adopt him and the child is and I, I don't care if he's 18 years old he's still a child and for him to trust them and for them to have uh pulled the blinders see what I did there mm-hmm. over his eyes Boy, that's just shameful. If if that's how it all ultimately plays out, that's horrible. That's what it looks like. Great yeah. job this segment, Beto. Thank wow, you. Beto. Way to go, you man. You had the breakdown ready. You carried Cappy to the finish line <laughs> on this time. segment. Way Good to go, job. man. It's just, Way to go. We, Cappy, you and I have been in the, the youth sports world a lot. We see a lot of kids that come from bad situations, and there's always somebody who wants to be the savior, right? Like, why? But I, I just, I'm just very skeptical when I, I see stuff like but, that. But people who like um, lie through these kinds of things... Um, man, that's just terrible. Well, they also have a nonprofit that's benefiting off of the name. He's not involved. Wow. Shame. Shame for the guy. Yeah, and Michael Because, again, Lewis, I'm telling you. Michael Beto, I'm serious. I read that first headline, like, and I was like, wait a second, what? Like, dude, it's been a long time, And that bro. was it. That was it. It was like, okay, all of a sudden we're, we're saying something. All of a sudden, like, exactly the impression, like, oh, African-American athlete, dumb jock, loses money. Then you realize he wasn't a dummy. They just played it up for the movie. Yeah, and that's, and uh, that's too about, bad that I, I they did that to him. When you've been bouncing around from group home to group home to group home, you don't know anybody, and finally somebody says, hey, here's a bed you could stay in. Yeah, we care about you. We care about mm-hmm. you. Finally somebody cares. It doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. black, white, green, orange, purple. It's like finally somebody I could call mom and dad. You mm-hmm. want love. You want, We all do that. Yeah. Right? We all want that. And wow, just terrible that. that they would do that to him, though. Is it really? We've heard many of these stories. And know, you know, but Cappy, I, I mean, but Cappy, I'm not, I can't we've also seen like a lot that. of these stories yeah. where the kid doesn't pan out, right? And then he fails out of college, and then all of a sudden they forgot about him. These people aren't doing it out of the goodness of heart. It's an investment. Every, I wonder what they, there's what always the relationship a by the way. Was. What was the relationship most recently between these guys? They I mean, here talking. he was. He thought they were his adopted parents. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they weren't as talkative. But then again, Cappy, you know, when you're a grown man in your 30s and you've moved on, you know, you don't talk as much. Look, look we've had, we know people who don't even talk to their own kid, and they're like legit blood. We haven't seen their dad or mom in years, and they live right. down the street from them. I'm watching this story now. Oh, I'm watching yeah. this. And there's more to come out. 
All right. Hey, big deal or no deal is right around the corner. Let's get to it. Next, this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Happy Monday afternoon. Hopefully it was an easy Monday. Easy like Sunday morning, but on a Monday. By the way, I think I've had too many blueberries, but oh. <laughs> you know what? My tummy I've hurts. been watching you crush those, and you grabbed a handful, and you were throwing them back like nothing, At first, man. they were like spinach to Popeye, and now my tummy hurts. Dude. <laughs> Your tummy hurts after tummy blueberries. Hurts. It was fine after 11 inches of dog. I well, that's the whole part. Nothing. The carnivore diet works. Yeah. You start throwing in fruits. Yeah. Now I got a tummy ache. Anyway, you, you know that blueberries are very high in fiber, so they, you know, if you eat too many of them, you're going to start having oh, well, like listen, gas I'm all, and bloating. I, I, and I take a lot of Metamucil every day. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm whistling well, that, Dixie. I mean, that's probably like an excess of fiber. You are? Then, I you am. Know? You're whistling Dixie. Is that right? Oh yeah. Between really? the between the Metamucil and the blueberries, because blueberries like, are that old. We're like, whoa. If you're watching on YouTube all day long. I've had nothing but facial reactions. So if somebody can compile all those together, fantastic. I've thrown my headphones many times. I've backed away. I've backed, You've cursed. I cursed and Twice. just. Man. Time for big deal or no deal. <laughs> Twice. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Just so you know that uh, blueberries are a natural diuretic. So if you have too many of them. Uh, Lindsay, I didn't say anything while he was eating on purpose. Yeah, but I, I got to I gotta meet a lady friend for a cocktail. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably want to reschedule that because you're going to be real gassy, if anything. <laughs> That's all anyway. right. Anyway. Speaking of gas, no, I'm just Put kidding. Put the no. pill on that rock. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so Deion Sanders took over a 1-11 Colorado team that is now in the midst of a complete roster overhaul a year before switching conferences. Some coaches think that, you know, zeroing in on culture would be a great way to kickstart a turnaround. But Deion Sanders is not some coaches. At the Buffalo's annual Fall Sports Media Day on Friday... Primetime said, quote, I don't care about culture. I don't even care if they like each other. I just want to win. I've been on some teams where the quarterback didn't like the receiver, but they darn sure made harmony when the ball was snapped. So do you think that Dion's comments about culture are a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Um, I don't think they're a big deal. I think that Dion is his own man. He's his own coach, and he's got his own opinions, and he has um, – already found some success as a college football coach and thinks he knows what he's doing. So, no, I don't I don't really find it to be that big of a deal. Yeah, I agree with you. Not that big of a deal because he's also bringing in guys that think like him. He cleaned house of a lot of players who are just going through the motions. He said, hey, sorry, uh, you're not meant for this program the way I'm running it. Time to go. And guys left. 
and the ones he brought in are buying into Dion. So if you're a coach, you just got to have players buy into your program, your system, your attitude. And, you know, we've all been involved with teams, whether sports or professionally, where you're like, damn, that guy. But damn, he's good at his job. Or that boss right there. But, man, she gets things done. You know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you don't have to like the person to be successful. I have to sneeze. But it's not oh, coming really? out. It's not coming out. Really? Man, I thought you I had, know, I thought I had a good case right there, Cappy. I thought I was going to get it. Oh, good point. But no, nah. you, you have you have a very solid point. Nah, well, you I, have guess, a, I guess not because she got distracted by the sneeze. Her answer was I got to sneeze. Sorry, so. my yeah. nose is really itchy. Um, I mean, you have a point. However, I feel like every most teams, professionally speaking, like they really hone in on like culture, 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 and they drill into your head like how important culture is. Well, yeah, culture, is. but doesn't mean you have to like the people you're with. Okay, but yeah. he specifically said, I don't care about culture. Right, but but that's because the word culture has become now so utterly overused. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody now has their own culture. When I come into a new organization, I have to set a new culture. When I think about the Miami Heat, I got to think about yeah, the Heat culture. Yeah, culture is important. It's important because if oh, you have people who don't not. like each other and they're nitpicking or bickering or whatever the case may be, then I feel like what they do on, on the field or court eventually will suffer. I completely, a thousand percent agree. But Deion Sanders isn't just playing the quote-unquote culture game. He got his own thoughts on how things roll. Sounds like kind of a selfish coach, but huh. this is my opinion. <laughs> I can't wait to see how it turns yeah. out. Yeah, God, I hope he does. I hope he turns it all around, man. I hope that, that I hope he does really, Cappy, Sanders... I thought you'd want to see him fail because you love when guys come in bragging big time and they don't produce. No, no, no. I'm a like huge Deion. No, well, that's true. I did love that. I loved any time that you could put a team in front of a group of fans and they can tell everybody they're about to win the World Series when they've never done anything before, and then it just comes back and makes them look all foolish. But I like that. Isn't that what Dion's doing? He's bragging big time that Colorado's going to do this, Colorado's going to do that. Oh, I didn't hear him say that. I heard him say that oh, he, doesn't, he, does, he doesn't like the culture thing and he, he doesn't think guys need to like each other. They just need to go out there and play together. Cappy, when they decided I to mean, go to the back. he's very braggadocious yeah. in general. Cappy, well, he's got his own show, Prime. Hey, listen, I'm watching Prime it all. I'm watching it all. I, I watch his coaches come walk into their into the room and, and do their thing. I can't get enough of Deion Sanders. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that I'm getting to watch all of this, that I get to see it all play out. Yeah. His team's I'm a Deion fan. His team's not that good. Well, I wouldn't think they're going to be very good. Yeah. I mean, considering they've had like 45 players turn over. Yeah, but since they, he took over. they also made a big deal. Like, we're going to the Big 12. Forget you, Pac-10 or Pac- Like, wait a minute. Have you guys ever done anything in the Pac-10? Like, doesn't matter. You're leaving. Okay, cool. We're not going to miss you that much. No, but they as bottom feeders in the conference taking off right after SC and UCLA, but before Washington and Oregon, um, it kind of made you feel like, gosh, even the bottom feeders are jumping ship. That's just because you realize the Pac-12 sucks. Although, I'll tell you this, man, you look at the Pac-12, you look at the top 25 of college football, um, you see how many teams from the Pac-12 are in the preseason top 25? Yeah, and yeah, they're all leaving. Yeah. Yeah, they're all getting, leaving, Kathy. Well, let's not Oregon, Oregon, State's, Oregon State's, they're like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Let's get into that either later, or, I mean, later at the end of the show or tomorrow. How about that? Uh, right. Tomorrow's good. Okay. So, uh, next one here. Wonder Franco. I won't be here tomorrow. <laughs> right. I know. I, I got You'll Andy Kamenetsky tomorrow. You'll be here Wednesday. Wait a minute, you got what tomorrow? I think I got Andy Kamenetsky tomorrow. Uh huh. And yes, then Beto's there on Wednesday. Maybe. What do you have a problem with that, Chris? No, I just I got a lot of Andy today. Yeah. Andy's in all week for someone. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Jeez. Go ahead. Wa- Wanda Franco. bro. I already. I, my tough summer. Crowd. My summer hurts. Yeah. This is it a is serious. A this is a more serious story. Right, so I will not. I will not say it if this is not the time for it. 
I, I I'd skip a serious story today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's talking about berries and fiber, blueberries. And, yeah. Okay, so how about this one then? Broth broth throwing, broth throwing. It's kind of hard to say. Bra- has become a regular throwing? occurrence. Like yeah, people throwing their bras has become a regular occurrence on Drake's recent tour. <laughs> but on Saturday during his show in LA, he had one request. He said, "Y'all keep your bras on." He was playing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. He was playing at the Kia Forum as part of his It's All a Blur tour, and Drake asked concert goers, goers to keep things innocent out of respect <laughs> for his five-year-old son, Adonis, who was in attendance. He said, okay. quote, look, to be honest with you, I can't talk about ladies' chests, we'll say, tonight in L.A., because my son is at the show for the first time, so we've got to keep it real PG tonight. Kind of hard to say when you listen to some of the lyrics of Drake's songs, but whatever. I was about to say that. Aren't whatever. some of those songs R-rated? Who the right, F yeah, is very y'all? Much so. Very much so. <laughs> Um, so, uh, do you know, have you, okay, so I know this used to be a thing back when, like, I don't know, my dad was younger, I guess. I don't know how far back this goes, but this has recently become a thing on social media because Drake made a comment like, I miss the days back when women used to throw their bras up on stage at concerts, so now they do. So, do you guys know women who have ever done this before, where they've, like, thrown their bra or their underwear up on stage at a concert? I don't know any Tom Jones I think, fans. You know, like, no, Mace's mom threw her, uh, I don't know if it was her brazier or her underwear at Tom Jones. He always talks about that. Really? Yeah, that's not a... It's, but it's, do, you, a do you guys it actually know. happened? It did happen, yeah. <laughs> do you think, let me ask you this, so do you think Donna. that... Do you think Mace's mom brought an extra pair of panties to throw at Tom Jones, or do you think she, like, stood right she there and was like, I, I have to take my pants off right now. I gotta throw these pants in here. I don't know the answer, but... That's a great question, Cap. Nah, you got you got to if you're that close, that means you spent some good money to get good tickets, right? So you probably plan it all out. Nobody ever gets in that moment like, "Oh, I got to throw it now." You ever been to a concert and seen a woman take her pants off, take her underpants off, put her pants back on, throw her underpants up on the stage? You ever seen that? No. I haven't. Have you? Me neither. No. I've never seen it. Oh, I thought you Rachel's never done that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he took his headphones. I don't think so. Have you ever done it, Lindsay? No, I haven't. Have you ever taken your bra off at a concert and thrown nope. your bra up on the stage? No, because I was saying I don't think that that was a thing. Like no, when that was a thing. I, that's up. always it been was, a thing. It was a long time ago, but I feel like yeah. as me going to concerts, like, I don't know, over the past 20 years, I've never heard of or seen anybody doing that. Now, oh. I, I know my dad has told me stories about, like, being at concerts when he was younger <laughs> when that was very much a thing, but I feel like that just kind of like... It depends on the concert you're going to. I want somebody to throw underpants out, uh, on stage of the Mandy side me. Oh, God, you're going to get them now. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if it'll be cool. men or women. I don't you. mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, men or women. Right at you. El Buki was there on Saturday. At uh, the bank. Oh. Or BMO. I'm sorry, he was at BMO. So I wonder mm-hmm. if Buki, uh, Buki for sure got him thrown out. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Here's what I think, though. I think people bring underpants they to do. throw. They're like, you know these underpants right here? I'm not going to ever wear these again. They're all ripped up. I've had them for a long time. You know no, they, they don't. No, 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 they probably go out and buy new no, ones. Nah. This is nah. silky and smooth. Don't you nah. just plan on like how to sneak in booze? Like How do I get my flask Why in? would you want to throw old raggedy underwear it's on stage? It's a, it's That's a so weird. It's a, symbol. it's a symbolic thing. <laughs> no, but why yeah. old ones? Well, because you don't want to go waste money on brand new underpants no, to throw they, in no, like Tom Jones. I think they do. Like I've been to a lot of Banda concerts. Like I remember going to one when I used to work 
Gerardo Ortiz, he got a bunch of brandy uh, bras and panties thrown at him and like some of the other ones like Van del Recodo and even hip hop concerts and all like I've seen that. I've never done it. My friends have never done it, but I've seen it and those things don't look used. And if you're backstage, sometimes they you don't look used. They, they're not used. <laughs> what are we talking about? All I know is this. All I know is this. Let's go back to nobody, is, <laughs> nobody is taking their bra off and throwing it on stage. And nobody's taking their panties on. off and throwing them on stage. You're bringing extra bras and extra panties yes, just to throw do. on stage. What are I we think they doing do. here? Well, there was a girl recently at a oh, Drake concert who threw her bra on stage, and I guess it was a bra she was wearing, and she had very, very large. Yeah, it was like a chest. G. It was like it was a yeah, G like cup. a triple, triple G or something like that. And she like put, she put her name <laughs> in it or something, where like so, or somebody like filmed her or found out who it was because Drake like picked up her bra on stage and was like, oh my God, whose bra is this? This is the right. biggest bra I've ever seen right. in my life. And like, she's like blown up and gone viral now and like was doing interviews on Barstool and, and all and this stuff. that's probably a pretty, you know, the larger yeah. sizes are more oh, expensive, yeah. right? right. right. No, the industrial strength those. bras are those, forget like about those, bucks, man. Easily. Yeah, yeah, you gotta custom make them. Yeah. Industrial strength, man. Because when Drake you, sees what that. What's wrong, Beto? Drake's like looking at this thing going, uh, whose is this? Because I gotta see these for myself. And she like got to meet them. So good for her. Who the F is y'all? She went from, like, throwing a bra to being interviewed on Barstool and everywhere else? Yes. She, like, she's actually, That's I think fantastic. she got, like, a photo shoot spread somewhere in, like, Maxwell it's or so something 2023, like that. yeah. Yeah. It used yeah. to be, I threw a bra at, a, hey, live your uh, life. at Al Green and whatever. Yeah, like, live your know. life. Yeah. Good for she you. She went viral. Before he was. <laughs> Al Green is actually going to be at uh, Yamava. One of the best. Oh, really? oh is he really? Win. Oh, dude. Win. I'll Tell go. Me. I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw my bra at him. Al yeah. Green at the Greek Theater, one of the best concerts I ever went to. No problem. I'm going no to the. Problem. I'm going to the Greek uh, in a few few weeks. Actually, early October for Keith Sweat, John oh, B. What? Wow, that that's what Neil is. Neil going to be there too? I think. The- I don't know who Neil is, but Neo. Neo. Oh no, Neo? I don't think Neo's gonna. No, no, I mean, no. if Neo's there, oh, it's gonna be Al- popping off. It's gonna be popping off, huh? Uh, Al Green is at uh, a Yamaha September 30th. Oh, oh, there it is. Let's go. Oh, that's his birthday. Yeah, oh, that's my stop. birthday. Stop. Oh, September 30th. Oh, that's September it. 30th yeah. doesn't work. Oh, no, it Unless does. we have it at Yamaha. Yes, have it at Yamaha. Yeah, let's have yeah. it at Yamaha. Have it at Yamaha. That's not a bad idea. Let's party have it at Yamaha's birthday. Pool party for Chris with yes. Yamaha. Yes, pool yes. party. Let's and then go, go to Al Green yes. after. Let's go. We go to the buffet. And nobody. Hey, no driving. You can just hang out at the hotel afterwards. Everybody's safe. Let's go, Cappy. All right, Cappy, I need a suite. Okay, hey Yamava. King. Hey King. hey, King. It's a good idea. Come on, Chris. You got to admit, this is a good idea. Yamava? Everybody. I'll make it a weekend. I love Yamava, but I don't think that that's really what I'm looking for. Oh, really? Oh, what, what are we looking for here, Miho? <laughs> yeah, Miho. <laughs> oh, like a party party where we got a oh, lot of party. people. That means uh, we could get a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah that's expensive for everybody. No, no, no. Cappy's paying. Cappy said, I got it, right? Yeah, I did say, let me handle it. <laughs> oh, my God. Tank is going to be there in 112? Who? Yeah, 112. What? Tank Abbott? Tank Abbott's oh, fighting at 112? Get, yeah. 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 I need seats now. What a, what a oh, pool. Dang, Tank Abbott. Friday, Huntington Beach. No, it's a Saturday. <laughs> oh, it's this Friday. This show's a mess. Oh. I know. It's a disaster. It's a mess. It right, is a Cappy, disaster. At the Greek? That's yeah. big deal or no deal. Yeah. It is big deal or no deal. <laughs> and you know what? Coming up next, it is time for dealer's choice. No, no. Beto's up. No, Chris's. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. Front at 7 o'clock. What are we doing, Cappy? You want to go? <laughs> you, I mean, what are we doing? Go ahead. First day? Go ahead. Final go ahead. segment music. When you hear this song, you know it's our final segment on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. Thanks to Beto Duran, the Cisco kid for sitting in. Producer Lindsay, producer Laura. Corporate Greg, who spent some time with us. It's time for the final segment. <laughs> yeah. Nice. See, you wouldn't have hit the post. Nah, probably not. Because you're a gutless bum. <laughs> For not hitting the post? By the way, somebody sent me a DM today asking if Alan Slewa still works here. Whoa. Slewa will be back tomorrow morning, by the way, after his he long vacation. He's been gone for a while, yeah. yeah oh, that's been. why Lakers talk is tomorrow, not today. Yeah. Mm. How's he been, how long has he been gone? I think maybe just a week and a half. <laughs> well, the thing is, he was gone for like a week and a half not too long ago. No, I know. He's getting it in. And then now it's another week and uh, a half. So it's, this he guy, deserves it. I'm he, not mad at it. He deserves it. hard. If anybody deserves it, it is Sliwa. He deserves it. All right. So what's up? Dealer's Choice? All right. Dealer's Choice, Beto. What do you right. got, man? Uh, well, I just got this text from my uh, supposedly called brother Gabriel. It says, you guys are crazy. Uh, love Cappy. Love Morales. Uh, don't be a party pooper. Um, Didn't say he loved Winds or Aura? Uh, no. no, it's okay. I'm not. Uh, yeah, we're good. Just, anyways, uh, but what I'm going to do is, uh, <laughs> but earlier I had mentioned how my brother's going to retire. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what happens when you have a personality in the family. If you don't want somebody to know what's going on, well, then don't tell them. Mm-hmm. It turns out uh, that not everybody knows that my brother's retiring. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I love this. I'm just quick time out. I love this because I'm usually the guy that opens my big mouth and says something that people did yeah. not want to be put out there. Yeah. And then they come back to me and then I always come back and I'm like, but you 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 have to say to well, me very specifically, okay. this is not for this air. Is, this is it right here. I'm the same. It's in the group chat. So again, my brother Gabriel does not have any siblings. He's the only child, right? Uh, according to his coworkers. He, mind you, he gets a text. He's like, bro, you're killing me. Not everybody knows I'm retiring. He sends me a text. Hey, Gabriel, it's Armando. I just heard Bethel on the radio say that you are retiring. Congratulations to a great career, Armando. So, Armando, just to let you know, when you do text Gabriel Duran, those texts are going to come to me, and we will be reading them on the radio here. So, Armando, thank you for listening. Uh, and, yes, my brother is retiring. And if you guys want to start buying him gifts, you can DM me at Bethel Vision and send me all the gift cards that he will need, and I will take them off your hands. But this is an opportunity for me to say uh, thank you to all the teachers that are back to school today in LAUSD, uh, one of them being my niece, Sarah, who teaches kindergarten. And um, I bought a book today. I recommend if you can go out there, put it in the circle of trust. It's called Fried Rice and Marinara, written by Mike Yam of the NFL Network. Mike Yam is Italian uh, and Asian. So he made this book about his upbringing. Uh, he's Chinese, so how he is upbringing, upbringing in New Jersey, identifying as bi, uh, biracial 
and how he was really hard to figure out exactly where he explained to people. He's like, hey, I'm Italian, but my last name is Yam. So it's called fried rice and marinara. I bought it from my niece, Sarah, who will be using it in her kindergarten class. So shout out to Aww. Mike Yam, a first time author. So there it is. Dope. All right. Yep. Way to go better. Uh, yeah. So there it is. So shout out to all the, the teachers and the principals and all the administrators and everybody who works behind the scenes in LAUSD. And there it is. Cappy, so that was my dealer's choice. I can't believe uh, kids are going back to school. I just feel like when I was in school as a kid, didn't we go back to school like after Labor Day? Yes. Yes, yes everybody did. We yep. me- Greg mentioned that two hours ago, Cappy. Yeah, no, no he's recycling. But yeah, it's, it's okay, <laughs> Beto, because not everybody was listening two hours ago. So <laughs> Cappy is right on that. So on the, on I, this I, show? Yes, they were. Well, that is true, yeah, too. It <laughs> is. People live and die with this show. They can't wait. And, and also, you know what? Fear, since I'm here, it's my last day of the week. Mm. Um, shout out to the Circle of Trust. Um, I'm yeah. not kissing up to you, but it is the only community here on the station that engages each other every single moment of the day. They send out tweets. They send out community mm-hmm, vibes. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at Mason Ireland, it's only that guy, Joey. He's the only one that tweets in the uh, community. Uh, yeah, and then Travis, I've never seen it. So to be uh, in art, but I guess he can't. No, because he, no. Anyways, yeah. Joey, Joey, stay where you're at. But, but yeah, what about penis thumbs? That's uh, the I Reddit page. I think he's page. just on Reddit. Yeah. Um, Cappy, let me finish here. Uh, so shout out to everybody. Morales talks about a birthday party. Boom. E is saying, uh, look, here's some uh, tri-tip for the birthday. Uh, the Handsome Men Community Vice President says, hey, I'm the same age as you, Christopher. Uh, Troy Lake says, hey, Bethel, my birthday is on Friday. So there it is. So- yeah, but he didn't mention anything about me. Who? Uh, Troy Lake. Oh, he loves you. Why okay. would he mention anything about you? Well, the they reason fight. we were talking about a birthday was because of no, because this week is my birthday. It's Whose birthday? Mine is on Thursday, and he said mine is on Friday. Troy Lake. He said, I'm going to Cabo on yeah, Thursday. It should be about me, not about you. He's still a little <laughs> bit hurt about not him getting invited to the carne asada, you know, party oh, on oh, Sunday. Chione is right here. Troy no, Lake. No. Troy hey. Lake, his daughter is on my daughter's soccer team. He didn't get invited, and I see that dude every weekend. See? So no. I'm not crying. And if you didn't get invited, who cares? They don't know you. Yeah. No, actually, you did us all a big not, favor. You did yeah, us a monster think, favor. I didn't have to feel guilty for not coming. I'm still not guilty. You know, I don't, I think I don't still, have to feel guilty I, for not I, getting I your kid time. a gift. I had a fantastic. Beto, right. I don't think it's the lack of invite. I think it's the lack of invite plus Clinton Yates. Like it was Clinton. Yeah, Why do you guys yeah. have a Cl- Clinton? Clinton? Why are you looking at me? Because you're the one that complains the most. Wait, again? Yo qué? Yo no hice nada. I'm just saying. Wait, you guys don't like Clinton? hurt about that. I love Clinton. I like Clinton. Is there like an anti-Clinton thing? No. Dude, no. I text with Clinton. I have conversations with Clinton. Clinton's a good dude. Yeah. I just was surprised to see him there and none of us. Well, again, I keep my life private. So when I go hang out with Clinton, when I go, when we go to dinner, when we hang out, you know, that good stuff. What? He thought you guys were close. Is he trying to train you to be the new Julian? Oh. Oh, wow. 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 That was wow. unexpected, Chris. Wow. That was... Uh, Julian has been kind of MIA for a while. What does that mean? That was you very... You know what that means? <laughs> Wait, if you guys are such good friends, how do you not know who Julian yeah, is? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not talking to him about other guys. No, but he's got a consigliere. Oh, oh Peno. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. You want to be the new Julian? Jules. I'll text you about my outfits every day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just because you're not talking to him about Julian doesn't mean he's not talking to you about Julian because wow. I'm sure he is. Julian, you better be jealous. I got Beto now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he showed up by himself. Uh, Damn. I'm surprised that uh, Julian wasn't with him. You have some jealousy in here, man. I, I love how petty everybody is. I love yeah. this. It is a final, everybody. Yeah! Have a great Monday Woo! night. I'm headed to the East Central, Cappy. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Jack. Yeah. That's right. And uh, Andy Kamenetsky will be in tomorrow. Thank you, Lindsay Baseball. Thank you to Unique. 
Amazing work out of Beto Dudon. Outstanding job here by Chris Morales and the entire Mishbucha. We are back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Until then, everybody, peace out.